Hey y'all, it's your girl Raven and Elise, and welcome to our podcast, It Is That Deep, Exposing Elephants While Talking Healing. Now let's get into it. I think um, it's important for us to get in tune with ourselves, right? I think we, we talk a lot about like what we've been up to and how we've been finding not only finding ourselves, but finding our joy and our happiness within what we do. Um, so we're going to talk to you today about finding your happy. Happy? Yeah. Finding your happy. Finding your happy. What is happy? <laughs> when I said happy, I just thought about Spider-Man. Sorry. Okay. Finding does, your Does Spider-Man make you happy? Yes, but the um, person in the movie... Um, who okay is one of the characters name is happy um yeah so <laughs> that's my favorite superhero <laughs> sorry sidetracked okay oh, y'all we we live too so we're gonna be talking back and forth for our um spotify listeners we are also doing something new where we added live viewers hello sarah um so you will hear us talking back and forth um to both. So today we are talking about how to find your happy. So when I think of happy, mm -hmm. I think that's where you was going. I think of like moments. Yeah, there we go. That's what when I think of happy. I think there's moments and I think it's up to us to extend those moments out as long as possible. Yeah. 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 And I and I think about how to have as many moments of happiness in your day as humanly possible. Yeah, so I think it's important for us to, in order to find, like, what makes you happy, I think a lot of times as we grow older, we lose touch with the things that brought us happiness when we were kids. That's good, yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people now are doing, like, that inner child work mm -hmm. and trying to connect with their inner child um, and heal their inner child. And part of that is finding, you know, those things when you were younger that brought you joy or that maybe you couldn't do when you were younger and now that you're older and you have the ability to do so freely you can go and do that yeah. and thinking about that obviously you want to make sure you're thinking about realistic things things that you can actually manage things that you can strategically plan whether they're something you can do in short term like i can get this planned out and i can do this today or maybe this is going to take me maybe six months to accomplish. Um, so making sure you stick within real, realistic boundaries. But yeah. once you stick within realistic boundaries, the next thing that you should ask yourself is like literally what is stopping you from getting your moments of happiness? Yeah. And I think it's, it's important. Like what you said is super important. Like, I just lost my train of thought again. But yeah, it's super important to, you know, find that happiness and all of that. I said uh, making sure it's realistic. Yeah, real, yeah, okay. <laughs> I got you covered. Because oh, that's, you covered. that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Setting those realistic goals are super important. I know I do that with my clients all the time. I, I sit down with them and I'm like, okay, there's this quote that I use a lot and it's like, how do you eat an elephant? you you take it one bite at a time mm -hmm. so when you're looking at your goals it may, may seem unattainable so you got to break them down into smaller mm -hmm. goals like say for instance um your goal is to travel the world mm -hmm. and you've never traveled anywhere before but you want to travel the world so maybe you start with the small steps yeah. like okay maybe just start with a staycation and then graduate to like 
a trip somewhere else. You know, you know what I mean. But yeah. like, yeah, little town trips, little yeah. road trip here, Work and then work there. yourself up to actually traveling overseas. Yeah, I think I should have worded that a little better. Like, say you wanted to travel the world, but you had anxiety about mm-hmm. doing it, so you have to take it little by little. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So once you do that, um, would working and taking those little steps, even though you haven't actually met your goal, you think that those little steps will bring you happiness? Yeah, because I think I think you have to be conscious of the whole the whole situation. Like you can't look at it as you know I didn't achieve this yet, but I'm making these small efforts to get there. Yeah. So I'm not where I want to be, but I'm farther than where I was. Right, right. And I think that's the best way to look at it. Yeah, and rewarding yourself for those little things. Yeah. I think rewarding yourself is key. Yeah. Because at least if you're not standing still, you're moving. Yeah. That's good. Progression is better. Than- yeah. And I also think once you figure out those moments of happiness, I think that's what actually brings you joy. Yeah. Because you're literally investing in yourself. You're literally making sure that you are putting the smile on your face because yeah. that's literally up to you to do that. You live in your body. Your feelings are yours. You have to literally take over them and, and dictate how your day-to-day is going to be. Yeah. Even when it's cloudy outside, you have to make the decision that it's going to be bright and sunshiny, as <laughs> Ramona's yeah. daughter would say, in her in her world. So I think it's important. And those little things, you'll realize more and more that I'm, like, filled with joy. Yeah. Do you think there's a difference between happiness and joy, though? Absolutely. What would you say the difference is? I think joy is, and I did a whole thing on happiness and joy. So... Like, I'm not even going to get into the whole thing, but joy is long lasting. Joy Mm -hmm. is like something that can't be, something can't, no monetary or no tangible thing is going to bring you joy. Joy is like within you. Joy is like acceptance. Mm -hmm. Um, That's how I characterize joy. And for happiness, I feel like happiness is something that can be, that can come and go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When I think about happiness, I think about like that instant gratification. Yeah, like, yeah. It's here for the moment, and yeah. then when it's gone, how are you feeling when it's gone? And right. I feel like when it's gone, that's what your joy is. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling when it's when it's gone? Yeah, a good Sunday, um, a good banana split makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So happy, like I really do love all of it, especially with some pineapples and like a full, <laughs> perfectly made yeah. banana split. It makes me happy, yeah. but that banana split is only going to last so long. Either it's going to run out, or I'm going to get full, right? Yeah. And so, am I not happy anymore? You said, "Are you not happy?" What, anymore? what do you mean that I'm not happy? I think you're going to be looking for happiness again. I will be looking for a that happiness feeling, but I'm yeah. already gratified because I've had that happiness me satisfying that moment of happiness and I know that that's something that makes me happy yeah it increases the joy that I have within myself so meaning I'm should be able to carry out if yes I'm looking for another moment of happiness Mm -hmm. because we should be throughout the day but I'm okay with not with my banana split running out yeah so I think when I think about the like instant gratification like getting that like you said that banana split it triggers it releases those happy chemicals right so you have um, you have serotonin, you have dopamine, dopamine you have, yeah. uh, I always mess up the E1. Endorphins. Epinephrine. I was about to say epinephrine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we have all of those. So, you know, it releases the happy, the yeah. happy chemicals in your brain and you feel 
And I think it's important to know what releases those chemicals. Mm -hmm. Um, Exercise, certain foods bring that. Sex, you know, brings that, you know. That pleasure. That uh, pleasure. The pleasure. I forgot which one that is. But yeah, so um, I think there's, you have to know the difference between joy and happiness and how to kind of bring the two together to make sure that you are, you know, yeah, because if you don't have joy, then you aren't really truly fulfilled. Because that means that people and things and places may bring you joy. Mm-hmm. People, places, and, and things are also not constant. Yeah. You know, they. That's a good point. Yeah. So you are constant. So if you are not figuring out how to have that. Fulfillment when it's just you, mm. when it's just you in your space, when it's just you and your thoughts, when it's just you watching TV, when it's just you on a snowed end day mm-hmm. and you literally cannot deal because there's nothing around you that can give you that moment of happiness. And that means you are not with joy. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about, you know, what brought you happiness, but what would you say brings you joy? Peace. Okay. 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 I like how you switched that up a little bit. Yeah. Peace brings me joy. Yeah. I got to agree with that. Yeah. I got to agree with that. I wasn't, I guess I wasn't even thinking like that. I guess I was kind of just still thinking about those, like, not materialistic things, but those, you know. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You're you're very right. Because if all of those things is gone and you still have peace and you still can be comfortable and you can still smile, Mm -hmm. you can still crack a joke and you can still see joy and love and happiness and all of these things around you, then you're good. You're right. You're good. Um, I think that goes to like, not to switch the subject, the topic, but when we think about our love languages, we think about like one of my love languages is quality time. Mm-hmm. So for me, quality time would be having that peace within myself and having yeah. you know my alone time. And I think that that is something that's going to bring me joy. Like exactly. quality time brings me joy. Exactly because that's something that you can always add. Mm-hmm. Access. Yeah, and that's, that's something that somebody don't have to give you, yeah. or somebody ain't gonna be able to take yeah. it away. I think we can make it another episode where we talk about that because I feel like a lot of people don't know how to, um, how to, people don't know that you don't have to look to others for your love language, right? Yeah. You need to be able to perform your love language for yourself. Absolutely. So that quality time, finding ways to provide yourself with that quality That time. is so good. So that means people don't have to wait until they get into a relationship to find out their love language? Absolutely not. Girl, you <laughs> Absolutely it. not. You he better come into your yeah. own relationship knowing your love language. Yeah. 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 Girl, that and is a whole topic. With, with the... Um, like we said, we are alive too. And, you know, peace can be a vague term, but when we talk about peace, we're talking about inner peace. We're not talking about things that are, you know, I don't really know what they were Yeah, inner peace. But, like, yeah. Peace within yourself. Peace when, when everything is taken away from you. Peace when you are just able yeah. to be still. We're not talking um, about things that you're doing, like, um, you know. But yeah, you don't have to be in a relationship to figure out your love. That is, we'll make that into a whole nother episode because I I literally just made a a series of TikToks. I haven't posted them yet. They just be sending my drafts, but talking about ways to, you know, 
go about your love languages by yourself. Yeah. So we'll we'll definitely talk to that's you about good. that another another oh. day. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's good. Because no, you do not have to. I'm writing it down just so she don't forget. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I got it. We could have did that today. Yeah. But yeah, uh, wait, is this still going? Okay, yeah. it made me a little nervous. Um, but yeah, you know, you ain't gotta um, look. We don't have to look outward for these things. Right. You have to look inward for these um, different things. But yeah. All right, that's all I got. Um, okay. <laughs> we wrapping it up. We I wrapping guess. it up. Yeah. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> we're gonna come back for part two. What is this part three? Peace could be materials. That's what we were just talking about. The difference between peace and joy. Joy is joy is not materialistic happiness is materialistic you missed the first part yeah i think you got off but you missed the first half buddy yeah Uh-oh. all right <laughs> peace out y'all till next time all right y'all it's that time in the episode where we answer your questions so here's how this works. If you have any questions surrounding mental health that you would like for us to address, all you got to do is shoot us an email at thatdeeppodcast at gmail.com. But listen, remember, we are not your therapist. So if you need something and it's too personal, you may want to go ahead and schedule that consultation. You know what I'm saying? All right, so let's get to it and let's talk about it. All right, so the question for this week comes from Twitter. And the person asks, how do you get through grad school? Because I'm over here pre-stressing and the person has like the crying emoji. Mm-hmm. And then I guess it's a two-part question. So it's also, do you ever feel not adult enough to be a therapist? Because I'm a little scared, LOL. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we did have a whole episode on this. And I did kind of tell her that we, and I shared yeah. that episode evolving. I I'll, think that I'm, was I'm season two, know, episode two. Yeah, I'm curious to know what part of grad school are they at right now they haven't entered yet they haven't entered yet nope okay pre-stressing pre-stressing okay so i got through grad school i'm gonna lie when i first opened my first uh, assignment where all that stuff that you had to get done because we went to school only on a weekend oh yeah 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 yeah. our thing all these assignments how assignments do before i freaked out I was like, what in the world? Do they do they think I'm a robot? Like, how do I get through all that? Um, but you learn yourself and you learn your pace yourself and you build a schedule and you um, figure out stuff that works for you. This this grad school is all about applying your knowledge. Yeah. That's what it is. I guess it depends on your program, too, because I feel like ours was That's us true. learning on our own. Um, and like I said, you know, you can go back to, um, evolving, where are we now to kind of hear about our grad school journey. Um, cause we sat down with a couple of people from our cohort and had a whole episode on it. So I would encourage you to go listen to that one, but to get through grad school, I think it involves a lot of discovery mm. and kind of leaning on the people in your life Mm. not your life but like i would say make connections in grad school um make make friends with your cohort uh because they're going to get you through because y'all are all going through the exact same uh, the exact same thing not saying that y'all lives are the same but y'all going through the same exact task work with each other lean on each other and then 
for the second part of the question of do you ever not feel adult enough um yeah i feel like everybody goes through that yeah, <laughs> yeah like I, if you mean by adult enough like meaning to like be that, a therapist like i guess that, i that, yeah that imposter syndrome is yeah that what you're referring to yeah so um, it says do you ever feel not adult enough to be a therapist I'm a little scared and it's like yeah it's scary in the beginning but yeah. you're gonna get the hang of it yeah yeah and and this is not this is hoping that you're saying you don't feel like you're mature enough as a person because mm-hmm. one one thing that's also true is as you go through grad school it's also the professor pro- professor's responsibility to wing out the people that's not appropriate for the program yeah um so if you if you demonstrate any immaturity to where you're not a good fit to become a therapist, they'll pull you from the program. Yeah. Um, so nine times out of 10, that's not going to happen to you. So then you're just basically dealing with imposter syndrome. And yeah, we all still, I feel like I need to grow up a lot. A lot of situations <laughs> like, oh, Lord, please, I need to grow up. Right. But it's, it's, it's like with anything, like you're always going to, there's always going to be that little nervousness mm-hmm. when it comes to doing something new. But once you continue to do it over and over again, yeah. it's like second nature. Yeah. Like, I could go on, but like even with this podcast, when we first started, we ain't know what we were doing. We were scared, we were nervous. But now we just Lord, Jesus. we just be going with the flow, yeah. and I'm sure y'all could tell. But um, <laughs> <laughs> stop shading us. <laughs> but yeah, that was a nice question. Um, if you have any other questions, please feel free to send them in, and we will talk to y'all later. Bye.